David, I feel like we should switch up our intro. I really wanted to switch it up. Should we just try it? Okay, let's, I think that we can do it. Winging's always been our our thing. Okay, let's, um, roll the, roll the music. Hey, Grace. Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back Back to to the the best. best. Hey, besties. You're our besties. (laughs) (laughs) We're all besties. And we're besties. I like the snap. Okay. Okay. Hey, besties. We cannot snap at the same time. Guys, we're trying to mix up our intro, and we're it's really difficult when we can't talk at the same time. We need COVID to be done. I think we're near the end of it. Oh what do we do? What do we do? We gotta intro this. Hey besties, I'm David. I'm Grace. And remember when you were a kid in the 90s or the 2000s? Well, we're here to remind you of the best times of your life. We, this isn't... This is a podcast. Our podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back Guys, to the Guys, one day we're going to get a new intro. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is the same intro for our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as The Best Times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome, and to all our former besties returning. Welcome back. I thought of something. Maybe we'll have someone submit an intro for us. We could do like a write, write our intro contest. I'm in, Tro. I'm into the, I'm into that. Because clearly we cannot do it ourselves and we can't be trusted. It's just like that Miley Cyrus song, like, I can't be tamed. It's, I can't be trusted. trusted. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, how is everyone? Welcome back to Back to the Best. We are so, so happy that you are here. Let's just cut right to the chase. How does everyone feel about the royal interview with Oprah? How are you doing? I mean, I'm doing okay. It was, my mom is not doing okay. She's like, she, my mom probably every time, I mean, it only happened the other night, but since it happened, my mom, her jaw's on the floor. She could not believe it. I think that's a lot of people right now. Yeah. I was watching the highlights from it. And one of them was while they were also, I think it was Gail King's show, but they were talking to Oprah the next day. That was Gail. That was Gail. Right. Okay. And like Oprah was saying, her thoughts on parts of it. And when, you know, in particular, they were talking about when Megan told Oprah about the racist comments that were made about her at that, at that time, unborn son. And they asked Oprah if she was surprised the comments were made or she was surprised Megan shared that. And Oprah said she was surprised Megan shared it. So she wasn't surprised to hear that someone said something like that. Wow. Yeah. I did see the queen release a statement about that. Where today. did you see her? <laughs> I did see. So you were just going to say I saw the queen. <laughs> I did see the queen for our, 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 weekly, our weekly spot of tea with the queen. With the queen of England. Long queen live Elizabeth. Elizabeth. <laughs> um, I'm going to pull up her. I'm just typing in Elizabeth like it's going to. Her like, phone she number? Sh- she should just be the first thing. She probably is. She's got to be right up there. We never want to give incorrect information. Never, 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 never. Okay. 
Queen Elizabeth responds to Harry and Meghan's Oprah interview says racism claim will be addressed. The whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. Elizabeth said in a statement issued at 5.30 p.m. London time, the issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved family members. Hmm. God, kind of love the Queen. God, long live the Queen. Thank God um, this interview didn't take down Elizabeth. No, thank God. I mean... It's good to hear that they're that no one's just flat out denying things mm-hmm. because it's kind of, it's a really crazy thing on a very public platform for them to make up. Like, why would somebody do that? I, you know, that would be crazy. Because I'm trying to think. So th- it, this would be like the equivalent of like what would be like our president's son marries a. British woman, and then they leave the country and do an interview over in London, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It would but be it, like but that. that. But I guess it's not the same because, like, you're royal for life unless you're Harry. I know. It was, it was really sad because, well, there was a lot of it that was sad, of course, but you could tell, and my mom was saying this too, you could tell by looking at Harry when he was answering those questions that he's genuinely hurt by a lot of the stuff that's happened. Um, I thought it was interesting when I think Oprah asked him something about what he, you know, what he thought his mother would think. Mm-hmm. And he said, I think he said she would be upset about it. Like she would, of course, not like that this was going on. But I mean, it is no secret that Harry's father, Charles, was terrible to Princess Diana. Yeah. I mean, there it's he was he openly cheated on her, thought it was fine. So I don't know. There's a lot going on there in the Royals. You, you, you all know we love the Royals. We, we love, love the Queen. We love the Royals. We love the palace. We love London. <laughs> we want to be a prince and a princess. And we will be. One day. One day. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you just, it's, the, it is crazy. The interview was. Anytime there's anything like scandalous like this, I just wish I could see the group chat in the family going on. Like, imagine all the royals, like, oh my god, like the group chat. What do you think the group chat's called? Just like we are royal. Mm-hmm. Or maybe and like then do you think like royals? Do you think Elizabeth sends gifts? Ooh, I hope she does. I really hope she does. Who do you think? Okay. Who do you think in the Royal family group chat is the one is like the one that does not reply who just never responds. William, you think he's not good with this phone? I think that Kate probably just like responds for the both of them. Yeah. I can see that too. Um, I bet Elizabeth only responds in gifts. I was just about to say the queen is the one that puts the most gifts without a doubt. She's probably the most fun in the chat. I just like I'm picturing the chat. Like, did you guys watch the Harry and Meghan interview? And then it's just a gift from Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> so Kate's like, bollocks. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, I would kill to be in the royal family group chat. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> you imagine being in the royal family group chat. I simply cannot I simply can't. A dream. I could never. 
never, never. Never. (laughs) Sorry. It's best that I got cut off there because I would No, it's just, it's the lag. It's the Zoom lag. We've all experienced it. We all know it. There's a bit of a lag sometimes with Zoom. But anyway, message us or let us know your thoughts on the interview because we're always down to talk about it. We love at BTTB anything. podcast on Instagram or BTTB podcast at gmail.com. Send us an yeah. email. Yeah. All about the Royals. Oh my God. We would love that. Uh, and we if any, and if any of the Royals happen to be listening, our inbox is open. <laughs> we just get an email from Kate. Uh, with, with, our stuff. podcast is huge in the UK. <laughs> Blowing up positively huge in the UK. Positively could not be bigger. Besides that, how was your week? My week was good. It was very eventful. Oh. All in one day. It was Saturday. Picture it as your, you know, your friendly, typical, I almost said friendly neighborhood Saturday. Your friendly Saturday. (laughs) Your friendly Saturday. And so I have been furloughed for a bit now, you guys. It's the culture of the last year and this year for a lot of us. So I've been job hunting, and on Saturday, I got a new job. Boop, 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 boop. I got a new job, and on the same exact day, so that morning, Tim and I woke up. We went to view an apartment. We viewed the apartment. We liked it. We were thinking about it. I took Cora on a walk, my dog on a walk, got the call, accepted a new job. Went, went home, decided we were going to put in an application for the apartment. An hour later, we got approved on the apartment. <laughs> so uh, all in one day, a lot of things happened. What a day. Yeah. I mean, pretty exciting for the fact that we never really have anything to say. Honestly, congratulations on both things. Thank you so much. Of course, David's known this. I called him right away. He's already packing his I bags. I was going to attempt. I was going to try to act shocked, but I'm not good at that. And they know. They know. They know. We're in, we're in constant contact. Oh my God, David has seen the virtual tour. He knows exactly where he wants to set up his things. He's going to yeah, be- Yeah, I can't wait. We're, the three of us are going to be so happy together. So happy together. And the and four oh of us, God. of course, and Cora. Oh my God, you can't forget Cora. She's sunbathing here to my left. Oh, God bless her. Loves the podcast. Big fan. <laughs> um, but other than that, that's been the highlight of the week, I got to say. That's a very good highlight. Thanks. How about you? How was your week? Uh, oh, Disneyland's was, opening on April 1st. We found uh, that out as well. They, it can open up April 1st. Oh. Now something today, the CEO said that probably late April it will open. Okay. I also started reading Bob Iger's book last week. Okay, on how to David. Get, like, how hard are tickets going to be to get? I don't know. I mean, Disney World has obviously been open this whole time, and it's bigger. So they're already in a better situation over there because there's just more space for people to go. Because, like, uh, a day at Disney with only 15% capacity sounds like a dream. A dream. Everyone that I have been seeing on our Disney Instagrams that have been to Florida, especially in the beginning, they were like, of course, we don't want this to be happening. But since it is, and they have to be there at lower capacity, they were loving it. There's, like, no lines, yeah. Yeah, no lines. I was, like, so adamant that I would wait until there's an annual pass before I would get a ticket. But I don't know. It sounds really nice to go there with such a low capacity. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get a ticket. Do they, have they said anything about prices for tickets? They don't have tickets. They don't have an on-sale date. They don't even have – they haven't officially said what day it's opening yet. 
and of we are recording this on Tuesday. So if anything like yeah. is announced on Wednesday, that's why we aren't uh, up to date. Exactly. But I did go down to downtown Disney over the weekend. Oh, that's right. It was great. I got the giant milkshake oh. um, at uh, Top Shop. Not Top Shop. Cake Stop. Get... No, no. no. The, Luckily, I took saying? a The I brewery. A is it a brewery? No. The what? What is it called? Black Tap. Black Tap. I said Box Top. What did I say? Yeah, you said, you know. Something like that. That was like Box Tops for lunch, right? Remember Box Tops? You would cut them. Oh. We would get a cereal box and cut the Box Top out. And you would take them to school? You would take them to school. God, those were the days. What a day. Oh, my God. Anyway, so you were at Downtown Disney. Yes. You know, it was about an hour and a half wait to get into Downtown Disney. But then once you were in, there weren't really lines for anything. So we were like, okay. we were able to just walk right in. Like we didn't have to wait for lunch. We were able to order our milkshakes and I got chicken strips and French fries. It was so healthy. And then <laughs> we went right into California Adventure. They had the whole WandaVision thing set up where you could take a picture making it look like you were in WandaVision, which was incredible. I had just watched the season finale, loved WandaVision. And oh, it, it was so good. It was very sad. My God, like we're not going to give away spoilers. It was very sad. That's so sad. No spoilers though. <laughs> uh, I tried to peek into like the whole Marvel land. All I could see was that there's like a, a new red building and something that says Stark Industries. I cannot wait for that. They opened it up a little bit more because before you couldn't go past um, a certain part on Buena Vista Street, but now you can go back by like where um, the Monsters Inc. ride is. Oh, Okay. And I got a new mug, and it was great. And uh, that was pretty much the highlight of the week. Oh, and I watched Raya. You know, oh, I never, God. I never pay for like movies like that, but I did pay for right for for Raya and the Last Dragon on Disney Plus. Okay. And I thought it was great. It? I loved it. It was like, yeah. it was like, it reminded me of Moana without music. I've been staring at the edge of the oh. Raya. Oh. My name. My name is Raya. Mm-hmm. And I, that's my name. Sorry, go ahead. I wish that we could have seen it in theaters because it's just a visually stunning movie that I feel like it would have looked incredible on a big screen, but it was so good. I can't wait to see it. It's great. I mean, and if you don't want to pay for it, it comes for free in June. Well, that is fun. It sounds like, you know, we both had some good weeks on our hands. Uh-huh. You guys, also something that is going to happen tomorrow morning, which is now a part of our week, and we are so excited oh my God. to tell you guys about this, that David and I, this is not a joke. People are going to think we're making it up. Because no, it's because we're laughing. It's, it's also hard to take <laughs> us seriously, but we are in the influencer family. You heard it right. The influencer family for vital proteins. It's true. I have the it's box right next to me of the vital proteins. We got yes. glow collagen shots. We got some sleep. Uh, let me just pull it over. Pull it up. We were contacted by vital proteins maybe two weeks ago now. They reached out to us and we were like, absolutely, we would love to try oh these my products. God. And when you guys see what ads we come up with, you're all going to want to send us stuff. Oh we my got God. crystallized coffee. I love coffee. I've never had it crystallized. What? We got... <laughs> We got Vitality Immune Boosters. Our immune systems are about to be really boosted. We boost, got, boost. We got Glow Collagen Shots and Sleep Collagen Shots. So we'll never 
worry about worry sleep about again. sleep again. Uh, we got some hair pills. It's called oh. the Hair Boost. It supports stronger and healthier hair. It gives you five hundred percent of your daily value by it. My God, my then, God. Of course, we got the collagen peptides. Because we could not order vital proteins and not get that. But the important thing is we are now in an exclusive group that includes Jennifer Aniston. She is also one of their advertisers. She is also an advertiser. And to say that that was the first thing that came to mind... It was. We were already planning on how to reach out to Jen and say, Jen, we're also Vital Proteins Influencer. We're a part of the fam. You're a part of the – so we're family now pretty much with Jennifer Aniston. You can look out for us on the new friends. But really, we are going to be trying these products and giving you our honest review of what we think. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to try them. I'm so excited. I'm so I've excited. I've heard that collagen is actually like great and that you should start oh taking it Oh, my God. Yeah, we, we need all, listen, we'll take anything we can get. Honestly, we're almost 30 and we need to start taking collagen. Right, we're going to take our collagen. We will report back and let you guys know what we think. So make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're pretty much back to the best or at BTTB podcast everywhere. And do us a favor, like whenever we post it, can you guys all like and comment on it? So that way Vital Proteins like sees how influential we can be. I know, because we, I know we're going to love them. We love everything, though. We we're do, the but best you, advertiser you could ask for. We're the best. I'll give my honest opinion. I really will. Remember Mulan? Oh, my God. <laughs> do who, we, nobody brought up Mulan. I was thinking about a time when I gave a really honest opinion. And I, did, you know, I didn't really care to watch the new Mulan. Yeah. Anyway... What news do we have? Do we have any 90s to 2000s news? Coming out on Friday, there is a new documentary coming to Hulu called Kid 90. It's a look at young Hollywood stars growing up in the 90s using hundreds of hours of footage captured by a teenage Soleil Moonfry. I don't know how to pronounce her first name. Did I say that right? I don't know. We're sorry if we didn't, though, because I don't know either. Because I loved her. She's in the later years of Sabrina the Teenage Witch whenever Sabrina goes to college. That's always the first thing that comes to mind whenever I see her. Oh. But I know, like, Mark Paul Gosselaar's in it, Stephen Dorff. I'm really curious what it's going to be like because it's told through her home videos. There's a picture. Oh, I love of, that. There's a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio in here. Leo. It says, as a teenager in the 90s, she carried a video camera everywhere she went. She documented hundreds of hours of footage and then locked it away for 20 years. After all this time, Kid 90 unlocks the vault and presents a true time capsule of a group of friends growing up in Hollywood and New York City. Among the fellow child actors in her circle were Saved by the Bells, Mark Paul Gosselaar, David Arquette, Stephen Dorff, Beverly Hill 90210 star Brian Austin Green, and more. The most awkward period of your life, that's when we were in front of the cameras, Gosler says in the chat. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait. Oh my God, I'm so excited. It's always fun to look back in time like that. And they're doing, Hulu's like doing a whole 90s week right now leading up to it where they're showing, what are we, Blossom, Felicity, just go to Hulu right now. It's really where all the nostalgia is this week. Go check it. I need to go watch some of them actually. I know, like, I've seen some episodes of Felicity, but I couldn't really tell you anything about the show other than it's Carrie Russell. That means now we can watch it. No time like the present. No time like the present, says the queen. The queen. 
One other thing, the Britney Spears conservatorship drama is about to be front and center in front of our nationally elected officials. That is, if representatives Jim Jordan and Matt Gates, I hope, oh God, names are so hard, get their way. <laughs> the congressman from Ohio and Florida sent a letter to House Judiciary Chairman Jerry Nadler requesting a hearing on the issue of conservatorship slash guardianship using Britney's situation as exhibit A for why it must be dissected. Britney could potentially speak her truth in front of Congress and her nation at large to, to discuss the issue. At least that's what Matt Gates wants. Pray for Britney. I don't I can't it's I don't see a situation just, where she does that, but I know. It's if so anything, messy. at least this whole thing is giving uh giving like there's probably so many people who aren't famous in situations like her. That's true. That's really, really true. Prayers for everybody. <laughs> anyway, I think that that's all I have for news. Well, good news. Not 90s news, but good news. <laughs> I have something for you. A present? A birthday present. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, one second, one second. I just need to address something real quick. A couple weeks ago. Oh no, did I do something? No, a couple weeks ago on our YouTube channel, somebody commented and said, this is a whole new level of overacting. I just, I just, I just got where they came from. I have no idea what they are talking about. We never overact, ever. It's who we are. Never. Never overact. And guess what? We're never going to change. Okay. Birthdays. Okay. Starting off the birthdays, one of my faves. I love her. I love the show that she was on. I love the podcast that she hosts about the show she was on. It's Miss Jenna Fisher uh, who played Pam Beasley on the office. I wish you all could have seen Grace. Her arms were up. She was moving side to side. I was kind of like dabbing left and right. So you probably hear like the audio going a little funny, but I, I love the office. I love office ladies. I love Jenna Fisher. Amen. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Next is Brian Cranston. Ugh, I love Brian Cranston. He's so good. We we tim was but i watched a few episodes was re-watching breaking bad recently see i never got into breaking bad i always just think of malcolm malcolm in the middle because i loved malcolm in the middle i have his book over here actually really yeah is it like he wrote a book about his life mm-hmm. <gasps> love it i gotta read it i'm gonna borrow it sometime anytime next we did a celebrity series on him many moons ago one of our faves Freddie Prince Jr. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you knew it. David got really straight up and his finger went up and he said, I knew it. I loved Sarah Michelle Gellar's post where she said, sorry for the beeping. There's some kind of thing. I don't know. Um, where she <laughs> said, uh, like, I was trying to think of what to get you for a present, but I realized that I'm the present. <laughs> oh, why Classic. have I not said that on your birthday yet? I'm going to say Classic it Sarah. Classic God, SMG. Oh, my God. Oh, David. Do you know who one of them is on the list? No. It's one of your Sh faves ever. We're going to say Shakira. <laughs> I was going to say, should I? Oh. Shakira? <laughs> is it Taylor? No, it's Carrie. 
Oh. Carrie Underwood. I have her book over here as well. Oh, I'll borrow it. I've got to read it. I'm going to borrow it. A lot of reading to do. Good God. I love Carrie Underwood. Love her. She's our American Idol. Best American Idol out there. Kelly Clarkson, a close second. Yeah. Okay. There are, there are six today, but it's fine. They're all great. Who we got? Olivia Wilde. I love Olivia Wilde. I probably tell this story anytime we bring her up. I saw her when I was hiking at Runyon Canyon one time and I, I saw her as she was right in front of me and I screamed. I think I said like, holy crap, it's Olivia Wilde, like right to her. Did she, what'd she say? Did she, she kind of like giggled. She kind of giggled and walked away. Oh, I mean, she this- was hiking. So she was moving. I don't think she was upset or offended at all. But we can't have that. No, it was so many years ago. The mature me would never do that. This Grace would never do that. But I love Olivia Wilde. I first saw her. Oh, in the OC. That's right. She was in the OC. It's the first time I, I watched the OC. My God, I think they're taking the trash, the trash out. Can you oh. hear the dumpster? Mm-hmm. It just really fell. <laughs> Just open your window and say, boys, is everyone okay? You guys need any help? I shouldn't have assumed it was boys. It could also be women. Yeah, women can take out the trash. They can. I do it all the time. And last but not least, she's not a Brit, but I'm in the accent, Emily Osment. Don't get me started on Young and Hungry. I actually, what day? I think it was Saturday morning. I put on an episode of Young and Hungry. It's such a good show, but no ending. There's no ending. Really? You're going to binge it for five seasons. There's going to be a cliffhanger and then the show's going to get canceled. You're never going to know what happens. Okay. I'm not going to watch it then. Thank you for telling me. Honestly, it was the most <laughs> frustrating thing because I didn't realize there was the last episode. And then all of a sudden, like the thing, it, the next episode button wasn't there. And then I Googled it and Emily Osment had done some interview where she was just like, we were so sure we were going to get a season six that they didn't even like bother trying to wrap up the story. And then it didn't get a season six and I will never forget. the <gasps> That's a bummer, amen. Well, those are the birthdays. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday. Now, for our topic today, this is such, I mean, I don't think it's underrated anymore because people have spoken up about the fact that it has been underrated for too long. Even when Disney Plus came out, it was not streaming until very recently. Right, which is what made us want to talk about it today. But it is Cinderella, the version with Brandy and Whitney Houston. Honestly, this, the best version. It is so good. Bernadette Peters is in it. I mean, this movie is so good. I remember loving it when I watched it when I was younger. There's Whoopi Goldberg's in the movie. Rogers and Hammerstein. My God, what great people. <laughs> oh, my God. They're ingenious. Geniuses. Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella is a 1997 American musical fantasy television film. I, wh- how do we get in an American musical fantasy television film? It's truly our, that is our dream combination. Anytime somebody says, you know, like, what's your, what's your dream? What's your like fantasy that you want to do in the entertainment industry? I'm always like, I don't, I don't know, really just like, probably just to be an American musical fantasy television film produced by Walt Disney's television, directed by Robert Iskoff and written by Robert Friedman. It's really, that's all we ask. It's not too much to ask at all. It's the second remake and the third version of Rodgers and Hammerstein's musical. 
Oh my God. The, uh, the movie poster is so good from this one. Look at Whitney in the back with like that light coming out of her hand. Brandy looks incredible. And it says on there a true classic, which it really is. It really is. Whitney Houston not only starred in the movie, she also co-produced it. And if you haven't seen it, Whitney plays the fairy godmother. Yes. They, it says they originally wrote Cinderella as a musical exclusively for television starring Julie Andrews, which that aired in 1957 to 107 million viewers. And the idea to remake Cinderella for television a second time was, oh, it was originated in 1992. You know that's, that's our when we year. were born. We, all, we originated in 1992. <laughs> at which time the producers first approach Rodgers and Hammerstein organization about obtaining the screen rights to the production. This was following the success of the 1993 television adaptation of the stage musical Gypsy from 1959. By the time the film was greenlit for Disney for ABC, Whitney Houston felt that she had outgrown the title role, which she offered to Brandy instead. So they offered it to Whitney first. The decision to use a colorblind casting approach originated among the producers to reflect how society had evolved by the 1990s, with Brandy becoming the first Black actress to portray Cinderella on screen. Among the most significant changes made to the musical, several songs from other Rodgers and Hammerstein productions were incorporated into the film to augment its score. Oh my gosh, they had a budget of $12 million. Wow. Which I always say that, but I don't think that's a lot. I feel like in the 90s it was. Oh, you're right. For the time, it, yeah. Because it ranks among the most expensive television films yeah. ever made. It's so crazy because now like the Avengers movies, they have like a billion dollars. Oh my God, right? <laughs> so it's like, that's not a lot, but you're right. At that time, it definitely was. As we said in the beginning, this was part of the wonderful World of Disney series. It was an anthology series. And Cinderella was heavily promoted to relaunch it. Now, you guys know how we feel about the critics. We don't, to say we don't often agree with the critics. We usually, do we dare look up what the Rotten Tomato score is? You looked that oh, up. Oh, actually, 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 it's not bad. I was okay. looking at the IMDb score and I only saw the first number in that and thought it was that the Rotten oh. Tomatoes score. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 86%. Oh, okay. Yeah. It got a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, which, a, well, which is a little bit low. For, IMDb for is now dead to us. Yeah, dead to us. Goodbye. Well, when this premiered on ABC on November 2nd, 1997, it had mixed reviews from the critics. We just, we can't. While most reviewers praised the film's costumes, sets, and supporting cast, people were divided over... Brandy and Whitney Houston's performances. And I'm sorry, who could be divided over that? I don't understand. I, you know, unfortunately, there are probably people that gave their opinion simply because there was a black girl playing Cinderella, which That's, is yeah. just unbelievably horrible and ridiculous because it does not matter anyway. Um, That's probably where some of that could have come from. That is true. But luckily, yeah. it was a major rating success and originally aired to 60 million viewers and established itself as the most watched television musical in decades, earning ABC its highest Sunday night ratings in 10 years. That's like wild to me because this was before there were all these networks that we have now. 
Like, we don't have appointment TV like this anymore. There's never anything except maybe the Super Bowl. They're like, yeah. everybody gets sits down at the same time and watch it like 60 million people watching this all at once blows my mind it's incredible honestly for that time it is incredible as we mentioned earlier that whitney houston recommended brandy who was a close friend to star in the film and brandy had been starring on the sitcom moesha at the time we love moesha we love moesha And she was still relatively new to the television audience because she was a very successful recording artist. But Whitney Houston believed that Brandy possessed the energy and, quote, wonder to play Cinderella convincingly, admitting that their fictional relationship as godmother and goddaughter relate or translates, quote, well on screen because it stars from real life. Aww. They had that relationship in real life. That's really sweet. When Whitney Houston phoned Brandy to offer her the role, she introduced herself as her fairy godmother. (laughs) Brandy and Whitney Houston became the first African-American actresses to play their respective roles in any screen adaptation of a fairy tale, although there was an all-black modern-day retelling of Cinderella entitled Cindy that had premiered in 1978. Okay. But it's no Brandy Cinderella. No, 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 no. Brandy had said that the fact that Cinderella is traditionally depicted as white did not discourage her at all. And having grown up watching Caucasian actresses portray Cinderella, Whitney Houston felt that 1997 was a, quote, good time to cast a woman of color as the main character. I totally agree. (laughs) I mean, it's like at some point we all have to break that mold because- It was just an unspoken rule that was put in by who knows, honestly. But this is just one of the best movies. And Brandy and Whitney Houston and everybody in that cast did such a great job. Do we have to say again that skin color doesn't matter? Oh my God, right? (laughs) It does not matter. It does say that there was one Disney executive who would have preferred to have a white Cinderella and Black Fairy Godmother and had suggested Jewel. I mean, I do love Jewel, but she's no Brandy. Yeah. For that title role. The producers refuse, insisting that the whole point of this whole thing is to have a black Cinderella and maintains that Brandy was the only actress that they had considered for the role, elaborating that it's important to mention because it shows that even at the moment, there was still resistance to having a black Cinderella. People were clearly still thinking multicultural is one thing, but do we have to have two black leads? Yes. 1997 like, was not that long ago, too. No. that It really, I mean, again, this is a whole other topic, but it's really sad to realize how it was not that long ago at all. I also really, really loved the set design in this movie. Like, I'm looking at, looking back at some photos now, but even, it almost looked cartoon-like at times. It did. And also, they tried to do a similar thing with the Step family's ball gowns to nod the Cinderella, the cartoon. Oh, that's cool. Brandy shared that Paolo, who played her love interest in the movie, brought her flowers and candy after they met. Oh. Because apparently she was nervous to meet him. And like when they met in their first, I guess, probably a chemistry read. But he brought her flowers and candy, living up to his name of Prince Charming. And this is his only, this was his movie debut and his only starring role. Oh my, wait, what? (laughs) He never did anything else? So he did other things, but this is, I guess, just one of the only things that he 
had the lead in. Like he did some episodes of Madam Secretary, an episode of City of Dreams, One Life to Live, Law and Order. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is for, um, did you watch Bridgerton yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. There is a amazing actress in Bridgerton. She is so, so good. And if this says that if you got big Cinderella vibes when watching Bridgerton, there's a reason. So so the costume designer on Bridgerton was also the costume designer on the Brandy Cinderella. Oh, wow. And Yeah. And there's one of the characters in Bridgerton. I forget her character's name, but she is the Duke's is she the Duke's? Not, not his mother, because his mother passes away. It's not a spoiler alert. But, oh, what was her character's name? Anyway, there is a great photo of the two of them side by side, and their outfits look very similar because it's the same costume designer. Speaking of similarities, the director, Cinderella, also directed one of our favorite movies, She's All That. Oh, my God. We were just talking about that before we got on we this. We were, because it's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah. We- Oh my gosh. So Whoopi Goldberg is also in this movie. What a queen. Whoopi Goldberg reportedly wore $5 million worth of real Harry Winston jewels instead of costume jewelry in the film. Oh my God. (gasps) And she's quoted saying, I wanted real jewels and I was friends with the folks over at Harry Winston. So why not? Wow. (laughs) He loved that. Whoopi also revealed that the iconic moment where she squeals in response to the prince was not in the script. She said, I just did that thing that parents do when they really don't have any words that they want to share. Oh my gosh. There's so many people in this movie, y'all. I forgot that Victor Garber is also in this movie who, I mean, he was in, this talks about him being in Titanic. He is Callahan from Legally Blonde. Oh yeah. Um, so when Victor Garber had wrapped working on Titanic, that was right before Cinderella, but he humbly just said that he had worked on a project in a giant water tank. Oh my God. So I guess he couldn't say what it was, <laughs> say what it was. It says on set, I asked him, what's the most interesting job you did? And he nonchalantly replied, well, I did do a project in, in Mexico for months shooting in a giant water tank. Wow. Uh, and it was Titanic. <laughs> that is wild. Imagine a time when Titanic hadn't been a movie yet. Right, I can't. That's crazy. And Jason Alexander is also in it from Seinfeld. He was filming Seinfeld while filming Cinderella as well. There were four different pairs of the infamous glass slippers on set. Three sizes for the various characters, including Cinderella and her stepmother, who wore them, and one pair that was actually made of glass. And wow. Bernadette Peters said, when I put it on, I broke it. Oh. Wait, the one that was actually made of glass? I want to try on a real glass slipper. What if it breaks and then just cuts your foot, though? I'll just get over it. Okay. I'll, it's fine. Beauty is pain. Impossible. 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 I hope you guys enjoyed those fun facts about Cinderella. I've always called it the Brandy Cinderella. I literally always call it the Brandy Cinderella. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the Brandy Cinderella, get on Disney Plus right now because it is finally there. It's so, so good. I know we say that everything is so, so good, but it is so, so good. It really is. I, I started rewatching it actually a couple nights ago and I need to go back and watch the second half now. 
Oh, I love that it's on Disney Plus. It deserves to be there. I love that it's kind of had a bit of a rebirth these last couple of years. I feel like people have really been talking about, I mean, not constantly, but just how great it is. Well, because that was one of the things when Disney Plus first came out, I feel like, yes, we were all so excited about everything on there, but su- like instantly everyone started noting what wasn't on there. And I feel like that was one of the main things that people were talking about. Brandy, Whitney Houston. Whoopi Goldberg, like, are you nuts? And it just, it just finally, I don't understand like the international streaming things, but it just this week finally went on Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland. So for all our UK listeners. Go watch the Brandy Cinderella. You're going to (laughs) bloody love it. The Queen, if you're listening, put it on. Put it on. It could be a good distraction. (laughs) From all the drama in your life right now. (laughs) No, seriously, go watch it. Yes. And if you have any other movie that you want us to cover, send us a message. Yes, you can message us. You can email us at bttbpodcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website, www.bttbpodcast.com. It's a one-stop shop. Everything is there. Or you can just slide into our DMs. We absolutely love that. We're at BTD podcast on a BTD. What did I say? BTD <laughs> at BTTV podcast on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Back to the best on Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're on all the things. We're on all the things. We'd love to see you there. And yes. we would also love to see you back here next week. We would love it. Please come back next week. Because okay, we. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> because... Okay, thanks. See you. Bye. New, new outro. Bye. 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 <laughs> But yeah, we are, I mean, definitely going to keep taking you. Back to the best. (laughs) Ta-ta. Oh, ta-ta. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Toodaloo. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.